Say what's on my mind, sip on fine wine Listen to my thoughts, unfiltered, relax, recline Today we got some time, how nice of you to join Listen to my thoughts, true facts, you'll find God gave me brain, what a tool, gotta use Welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered Thoughts My name is Cedric and this is my beautiful wife, Deidre Hello <laughs> We're back with another episode uh, today um, Actually, we Kind of gave this one a little bit of thought and we probably should have been doing this a little bit while back but today's episode is going to be called boundaries yes i and think so- boundaries is a, a very big one i think you know it's something that i don't feel like a lot of people understand it and they don't and a lot of people don't set them but yes <laughs> so i mean obviously we got different boundaries in mm-hmm. life um we have uh boundaries at work we have boundaries uh in business we have boundaries in our personal life yes. we have boundaries with friends we have boundaries with family loved one. i think loved ones i would just put that as an as a caps uh capital as loved ones because mm-hmm. you know loved ones are your family friends not so much your co-workers but um, i guess some people might love their co-workers but um well i mean you, you have a boundary everywhere so yes but we just wanted to stick to those topics so Starting it off, said, what to you are boundaries? Well, boundaries are are what keeps us in our comfort zone. And so when you think about, like, you know, how people interact with us, basically, mm-hmm. you know, we want to have a certain level of, of what we allow and what we won't allow. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, for me in particular, you know, I have a little bit more of a pain threshold than uh <laughs> Deidre does um and so I you know I will allow people to do a little bit more oh, before God. it kind of gets under my skin um but eventually you know I will come to the grips and if you kind of get me into that point where I'm actually upset with you I will let you know right mm-hmm. and so I'm looking up right now online because you know I'm, I'm a I'm a definition person mm. boundaries or boundary the word act boundary is defined as a line that marks the limits of an area dividing a line or a dividing line I should say or a limit of subject or or ugh, I can't talk a limit of a subject or sphere of activity and I guess for me I'm going to focus more on that first definition of you know a line that marks the limits of an area mm-hmm. because I feel like for me like you said I if somebody I guess the problem that I have is that I'm aware I'm becoming more aware of my boundaries or my, I feel like the lack the, of boundary boundaries that um, I instill on other people to have when dealing with me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like, um, you know, we're in this era now of self-awareness and, you know, trying to get through our traumas and, you know, our past traumas in life and trying to become better human beings in the world. And I feel like one of the main things that are very triggering for people are boundaries and lack thereof boundaries. And I feel like for me, you know, we've had these conversations plenty of times because, you know, I'm starting to become more self-aware of things that bother me and why things bother me. And I feel like one of the major things in my life is the fact that, like I said, I don't have boundaries set for myself and I don't have I don't express my boundaries with other people, so therefore, when they cross those lines with me, as you were saying, it be, I become very like ah, you're like pissing me off, and now I'm reacting. But 
it's I guess it's not fair to that person because I've never set the boundaries with these people. Right. And so I'm becoming, like I said, I'm becoming aware of it and I'm trying to work through those things. But it's very hard to set those boundaries with people. And Well, I mean, I think that as we get older, you know, the things that uh, the things that we like, obviously, is going to change. Right. And the things that we are willing to accept with change. Obviously, right. you know, 20 year old me would probably think of and do a lot of different things than me being in my 30s now. And right. so, you know, I think that for most people out there, um, you know, we kind of get into you right. The era has changed. Mm-hmm. Now. And before, you know, we used to hold these feelings in on the inside about how we felt about people. Yeah. Uh, just because we didn't we just didn't want to cause any type of resentment or hard feelings right. or anything. You were more like. concerned about how you would how you would make them feel versus how they're making you right. feel. And I feel like that definitely has a lot to do with boundaries because people are only going to do what you allow them to do. And if you know in your mind. Did I say that right? Because you looked at me funny. People, no. oh, okay. You give me a look. Okay. Sorry. But people will do, well, uh, well, damn it, I forgot. I just said, people will do what you allow them to do to you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I know what I want you to do. And I know where, like, where the line is drawn for me and my boundaries. But you, people don't know that. I feel like I express my boundaries with you pretty well. Like, I, I'm very vocal <laughs> when yeah, it comes to. always got about things about what you won't do. Hey, I'm trying to focus on things you will do. I I do lots of things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyways, but, um, I, I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, you was, uh, I don't know what you were saying. Okay. Well, anyways, moving on with boundaries, let's start with, uh, I feel like would be the easiest ones to set boundaries with, and that would be coworkers. Okay. So, well, actually I say that, but it's probably the hardest because these are people that can get you fired or whatever the case might be. But in my mind, I feel like it'd be the easiest to deal with as far as coworkers go. Well, and I would say this because we, you know, our coworkers are a little bit different. Yes, but they're still coworkers. They're still coworkers. And, you know, and I, I think that for the most part, like the coworkers, I mean, for some people, they work in, in the place and they see their coworkers all day. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different than what we do because, I mean, we might see you know, some of our coworkers, you know, for five minutes, you know, it's not like we're, we're deeply embedded with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but for, I guess for those, I guess we can speak on those that have to be around their coworkers yes. like that. Um, you know, I think that one for us being black, I think it's, you know, it's always got that, that weird vibe when we go into areas where it's predominantly white mm-hmm. and, you know, we are, you're always going to get the one person that they're trying to relate with us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, for, for those that's white, that's listening, you know, please understand that this be yourself. Please. Like you don't we have can to tell when you're not being genuine right. and you're just doing the, what up sister? How you doing today? <laughs> and we're like, now that's more offensive than if you were just your normal self. Right. We're, <laughs> we're expecting you to be you, yes. like not to be some person that, that you're trying to be cool with because then you kind of lose all your coolness and then yeah. you kind of irritate us after that. Yes. Um, and so, for, for I, I would say when dealing with white people at work, um, you know, they, they are a little bit more, they kind of cross a lot of boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, white people like to be involved in your space. And, and if you're the type of person that really don't like to pe- like people to be uh, in your space, in your space, yes. you know, you, you might want to set those boundaries right away with that person in a, in a respectable way. Or in your business. Cause I feel like that's another thing or that in your business, they, yeah. they, I don't, you know, 
I don't, I guess maybe because they're more of an open book and we're more shut off and closed. Like, you going to know what I want you to know. Right. Versus where they'll just tell you everything. And so I think they perceive that because they're like that. Everybody's like that. Yeah. But it's just one of those things where if I am not showing you that I want to interact with you in that kind of way, then just leave it be. <laughs> you need to probably, uh, what we tell our kids, y'all need to be reading body language. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, what's funny though, is that I feel like in this particular topic of com- or of coworkers, I was always good with setting my boundaries. You used to laugh at me because I told you, like there was very few people that I ever hung out with outside of work. Mm-hmm. I never talked about my, I don't talk about my, like even in the office, like re- re- in real estate, I do not go in there to talk about me because I am setting a clear boundary. Like I am, this is deep business Deidre, or this is coworker Deidre. You're not going to get turned up back that ass up juvenile Deidre. Like you're going to get next to, it's a whole other person. Well, 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 just because you know me and you are obviously different. Yes. And I go to work and I probably have a little bit more interaction with. Yes. Well, I have interactions with people, but Uh my boundary is set there. Like I very rarely would befriend people that I worked with on Facebook and I got social media because I just feel like I'm creating that boundary. I've worked in places where people tried to be friends with people that they worked with and it always backfired because they would come to work and they'd be talking about their business and everybody in the place that we worked at knows their business. They knows about, and to me, I just never wanted to deal with that, 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 um, what is that word? I'm thinking the the, the headache Mm -hmm. of just befriending people. And there were people that I was really cool with, that I'm like, oh, you know, well, actually, I've gotten better as I've gotten older. But younger me definitely was not messing well, with well, nobody. This, this as a, a word of advice for those that's listening and you dealing with people like that. Uh, just understand that, you know, if y'all guys are hanging out outside of work, that's, mm-hmm. that's where we want to leave it. Right. You know, we don't want you to 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 take our who he is as a person and bring it to an atmosphere where that's not where we are. Right. And that's what I also feel about befriending coworkers like on social media, because I feel like. There, you know, you could have those people that are super quiet at work and you wouldn't think anything of it. And then you like friends with them on Facebook and you see a whole nother side and like, whoa, she's a stripper on the weekend and she be getting turned up. And I feel like that's her business. I'm not going to come to work and be like, so I saw you on Facebook yesterday. I saw your Snapchats because that's her business. Right. That's her personal life and what she does in her personal life and got nothing to do with what we do at work. So I respect that about people. Like, I feel like, you know, that's probably one of the reasons why I wouldn't, I don't, I try to keep them separate because I just feel like you're a coworker and that's all you are to me. You are somebody that I see when I come to work. You are not my friend. We are coworkers. If I stopped working here, we probably would never see each other again. Well, and, and just like I said, you know, we are different because sometimes I, I think that some people, you know, when you have a vibe with, you know, some people you just keep it, you know, you keep it professional. You know, you're in there, you're trying to, y'all, y'all both have a goal to get the job done. Which, and get the hell up out of there. And get the hell up out of there afterwards. And some people, you know, like y'all guys got like something else like uh-huh. y'all interested in, like other interests that y'all kind of talk about during the day um, that y'all y'all probably could hang out outside yeah. of work. I mean, and it's not like all the time, but, you know, you will run into some people that y'all guys have more common interests in. And so obviously with those folks, you know, it, it is a it is a matter of respect on uh-huh. both ends, because some people, you know, even though we are talking about this. You know, we also have to be mindful of the other person in, in their lifestyle. Right. You know, if they doing a stripper on the weekend stuff, that's their business. Right. I feel like if she didn't tell people at work that that's what she do, it's not your business to then go and tell everybody at the office what you did with that. Because you don't know what she wants you to know. 
or you know, I, I just or feel like yeah, right, because mm-hmm. if she ain't, if I didn't know it, that means she obviously didn't want other other people to know. So it's not my business to then go to work on Monday like, yo, I hung out with such and such this weekend, and she was lit. She did this. She did. That's just not no. no that's just not cool. No. And so, you know, just to kind of wrap it up with the coworkers, mm-hmm. um, you know, we all know that we're we're going to work to do a job, and you know having those boundaries there as far as who you are. I mean, you know, you got some, some coworkers, you know, they trying to win employee of the year and all that stuff. Hey, just be understanding that, you know, I know that this, you know, may kind of step outside the boundaries, but just understand, like, you know, if you're trying to get somebody in trouble, that is kind of stepping out the boundaries. Because what do you mean by trouble though? Because, because I feel like, like some people, they're not doing their job and I have to step up and do your work for you. Well, that's different. Oh, okay. And I'm not saying that. No, don't, don't, don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I'm not saying that if a person's not doing their job, that, you know, you, you know, you don't say nothing. I'm damn for sure going to be singing like a canary. But what I'm saying is, you know, you also got the people that, you know, it's sitting there monitoring you like, like, like this, like you're there or they're your boss. And it's kind of like, what are you doing, man? Do your job. Like your job is not to monitor me. Your job is to do your job. What is that? Like called micromanagement? Micromanagement. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, you know. But you in my you you're in my space. You in my you know you you doing too much. You got you talk you over here trying to talk to the manager. And the thing I never understand about those people is because they know they be in the wrong. So if you were to say something to that person, now they're offended and they can't believe you said something to them. And I'm like, but you was in my business. If you just left me to hell alone, we wouldn't even have these conversations. Right. Well, or yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, if you would have just let me did do my your job. job. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, understanding that those boundaries you are crossing. Yes. That. You know, it's the manager's job, right? To to call me out on a, on a lack of performance, not your job. Not Karen's, because you know it's a Karen. It's always a Karen. <laughs> if for Karen, for all the people that's named Karen out there, that's I feel bad for you guys because that mean, that name is kind of solidified in history now. Blame your mama. Um, well, you gotta <laughs> blame Karen. Um, so when you also think about boundaries, you know, we have boundaries with family. Yes, and so family. I think that the word family is uh, a close, you know, unit that, you know, we all obviously share something in common because we we share the same bloodline. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, what that also means is that, you know what, y'all guys are the closest people to us. Yep. And so what that also means is that, you know what? We all want our personal space. Yes. You know, if, if, if just because we're family don't mean I want to see you all the time or just because we're family don't mean that, you know, you just want to do some do random pop ups all the oh, time. God. And- I think my, I think I'm, I, I, I must do a better job at boundaries than I think I do. But do people actually just pop up at people's houses? Yeah. I think that's so disrespectful. I, I'm, I'm going to just tell the people that are listening right now, just so we are clear. We are 100% clear. If you ever show up at our house unannounced, I will look at you. I will stand. I will open the door and look at you and not let you in because you did not call or announce that you was coming over. That's like one of the most disrespectful things to me personally. Well, you're not gonna get that living out here, but no. But I think it's just disrespectful. But when you when when your family, you know, in most cities, you know, family, you know, families is like you know within five miles of each other, so it's easy to just zip around to somebody's house. I and show I up. don't I. It's mind-boggling to me that people would just do that, but yeah. I guess. Well, I mean, yeah. If you if, if your family lives on the other side of town, I mean, nobody's going to show up like that. But my you... sister could literally live next door, and I would still text her or call her to make sure it was okay for me to go over there because I don't know what well, the yeah, hell she's doing. Well, yeah, because we But you also got to remember that this is what you grew up. 
this is how you grew up and your family was always like that. My, like when you grew up in inner city and your family lived like three or four, you know, like less than a mile away, then yeah, they will pop up. On that, you like that. Oh, but no, they, that but they also, me. but in, to make it fair, they also are showing up at like, you know, at that time it was like a, uh, like a parent's house or a grandparent's house. So if you stayed there, you know, and they just show up. I mean, there's not nothing you really can say because it's not your house. But, I mean, I guess I could see that because I could see, well, no, I couldn't see me popping up at any of our kids' house when they become grown. Like, I could mm-hmm. never see me just going to Kiara's house and just be like, I'm here. Maybe my parents, if I had like that kind of relationship with them, maybe I could see me popping up at my mom or dad's house. But I don't know. It just seems weird to me. Because one, how do you know they're there? And you just wasted your time. Well, that's what I'm saying. But just, <laughs> just think about it. I mean, if, if, if you had that relationship with your parents and you wanted to stop by, you know, you know, your parents ain't got nothing going on if they retired. I'm just saying. Yeah, I guess. But, but I don't think they would mind it so much. I think it's more like people our age and younger because I don't I could never imagine a parent be like, oh, my God, you came over to my house and I don't want you here. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> that's yeah weird. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. So I think the boundaries are more so geared towards like people that's in your age demographics, yes. like not, you know, obviously old grandma. Folks, she yeah. would love you to visit. Of course, he's like, you know, open door. Yeah. And so other things that you think of family when it comes to boundaries? I think of immediately, for some reason, kids are playing in my mind. And because I feel like boundaries go both ways with kids, I feel like parents absolutely need to set boundaries with our, with their kids because otherwise, you know, your kids will walk all over you. Um, hmm. And like I said, people will do exactly what you allow them. And I feel like that saying is mostly relevant to kids because kids will do exactly what you will allow them to do. If I don't tell them to start running around my house, they will run all day long. If I don't tell them they can't eat, if I told them that they could just eat whatever the hell they wanted, we would be out of groceries in one day because they would just be like, it's a, I could do whatever the hell I want to do. But I definitely feel like, when I think about our kids, I guess I'm I'm thinking more of like, which is weird, but respecting their boundaries because I feel like when we were growing up, there was no respect for boundaries for kids. It was like, you living in my house and you're going to do what the hell I tell you to do. And I'm not saying like, um, not saying like that's what the, necessarily what boundaries mean, but I mean, I guess I respect them and their boundaries. Like I knock on their doors before I walk in their room, unless I'm mad, then I'm busting down that door. Um, that's when the boundaries in. Huh? Boundaries don't matter when I'm pissed off, but I feel like they're getting older. You know, they're not kids anymore. I don't want to walk in on them doing things that, you know, well, you, come on now, Cedric. Kids are getting, Kiara is 15. She might be doing things that I don't want to see in her room. And she is entitled to do those things in her room because she's, she's in her room. So I always, or she could be naked or whatever the case might be. So I always knock on her door before I go in. I always, Gabby, I don't really knock so much, but, um, Sadie, I always knock on his door because he's a boy. I don't want to know what you're doing in here. I don't, I just, I'm just going to knock. So. I respect them in that capacity because I feel like it's important to them to understand that they are their own individuals and they are entitled to their privacy. Unless, of course, I feel like they're doing some shit that they ain't supposed to be doing. And I mean, that's a different topic, but they are their own people. And I respect that, that, you know, they're humans. They're not my, my little um, soldiers and they do what I tell them to do. But, well, I hate to, to cut you off. That's fine. I feel like I was rambling. Um, but it is, I mean, I guess obviously, you know, being a parent, you know, you, you have to set boundaries yes. for kids. And then you see, obviously, out there, you see the, the parents that have no, the kids don't have no boundaries and they just do what they want to do. And it's, it's, it's kind of a, 
um, you know, it's kind of interesting when you think about it because, like, when you see parents that don't have no control over their kids, and that's saying, you know, hear me out. Like, you have to have some type of control of the situation. Yeah. You know, you can't be a parent and be not in control. And so when people, you know, kids are running around and people are looking at you, you know, you just, you know, you kind of shrugging your shoulders like, I, I guess they, they kids, they do what the hell they want to do. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, pay the bills and just give them food, you know, just, you know, pat them on the back. But, you know, your kids, you, you do got to have some type of discipline there. And, yeah. and discipline obviously comes from boundaries. Yes. I, you know, I think we, I think the issue, the problem or the thing that we never had issues with our kids is something that I think it was something that we've done from the beginning. Cause like, you know, I'm on those like mom groups on Facebook and they say things that just don't pertain to me because it was never our reality when they're like, you know, I have kids that are 10 years old that bust in my room anytime they want to, to me, that's a lack of boundaries. Um, yeah. Um, a lack of, it's a lack of boundaries. Cause mm-hmm. our kids would never bust in our bedroom door at any time. I would be looking at them like they lost their mind. Detrimental. Um, and they'll say things like, uh, cause like the topic that came up about when did you stop undressing in front of your kids? And they'll be like, I never did. And like just weird shit. But, um, or like, um, like it's hard to get my kid to not sleep in the bed with me because, they've always did that. Or like, they'll be like, I can't go to the bathroom without my kids going to the bathroom. They like, if I'm taking a shower, my kids will come and they don't care. It's clearly lack of boundaries that was never established. And I feel like you and I did that right from the beginning because I never allowed our kids to sleep in the bed with us. That was something I was very adamant with you about. And I know some people are probably like, well, you never slept in the kids with your bed. No, they had a crib for a reason. When they, when they cried in the middle of the night, I got up with them. I fed them and I changed them. I put them back in their crib. I never, wanted them in the bed with me. Cause I'm like, Oh no, you're never going to leave. And I already knew that from the day Kiar was born up until them, they, I just, I was, that was a boundary that was set. And I think because of that, I never, we never had those other issues of not being able to go to the bathroom by yourself. Um, kids busting in your bedroom, some seeing you naked. Like I never had those problems because it was just not, it was, I guess a boundary that I created right from the jump. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like, that's important for parents to establish that because there's no reason why you're, you got a 15 year old that is busting in the bathroom while you're taking a shower using the bathroom. To me, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I think that, I mean, obviously boundaries go both ways and, and, and I'm speaking now from like the kid's perspective mm-hmm. because you know, the parents, you know, is boundaries there too with the kids. Like, like, like just because you're their parent mm-hmm. don't mean that you should be walking around in your underwear. No, <laughs> like it, it's, it's other boundaries that you don't think about that people do all the time. Like, like I was just watching some video and then this kid, uh, or this, the, the mom was on twerking in front of her kid yeah. and the kid got like a stick or something hit it and hit the mom. And I'm just like, you know, that, that doesn't look good. No. It's boundaries there. Like you have to, even though you're the adult and you can do whatever you want, which is okay. But this is your kid. Yeah, no, I never, I can't say that our kids have never seen me naked because I'm sure maybe when they were like a baby, they've seen it. But once they were like one, maybe two, they never saw me. I'm like, they, I, it's just not some, and I'm not knocking people that do it because I'm not going to tell you what to do in your house. But I just think it's bizarre. Like there's no reason why my kids should be looking at me in my underwear or any of that case. Like it's, I just, that's a boundary that I will always, yeah. yeah. But that, that's just, I I don't know. Like if you doing it, God bless you. You know, if you, you know, you got to understand like, you know, these are kids. Like why are they looking at you? 
that way in your underwear like yeah and so you know but then it's also the boundaries you know when we was talking when you you mentioned before about as being kids how we wasn't heard it was Mm -hmm. no boundaries with our parents because our parents didn't give us the voice and so you have that for for the kids that's coming up to be able to have that voice it all that also requires boundaries from us as parents to be able to give them the opportunity to have a voice. Yeah, sometimes I regret it though, because they be wilding with their comments up in this house. I'd be like, you, 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 you're lucky that I am not um, an uptight parent, and I understand that you are your own person. But sometimes I'd be looking at these kids like, do you know you would have got slapped for that comment <laughs> in growing up? Okay. Yeah, they, but, they, they kind of, and and the kids got to, you know, and that's stuff something that they just don't know because you know, obviously we we had to keep a tight lip when we was their age. Yeah. Um, so they don't understand, you know, they're trying to fill out the boundaries, you know, what we, what's we, what we should say and what we shouldn't say. So, I mean, it, it kind of goes both ways yeah. of giving people a freedom of speech. Yeah. Cause our kids, whew, they, I'm thinking about Seti in particular, he is definitely, uh, freedom of speech over here. He will let you know exactly how he feels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he's, he's very, uh. Very opinionated and vocal. Yes, very straightforward. Like, what you see is what you get with him, and I love him for it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'm trying to think of another boundary when it comes to family. Um, um, I don't pers. Well, mm, I have boundaries, but I'm trying to formulate my thoughts. So, go ahead. Well, and- well then you have boundaries among... I mean, I, I think that maybe some of these boundaries are when, like, if you have uh siblings and when you grew up you know and you were very close to your siblings or any any of the family that was close to you how like one of your siblings like to take your stuff and you know i think that's not even that's just the right of that's just having siblings well i'm just saying there's but there's boundaries there too I mean, yeah. well it should be <laughs> well i mean yeah but that's just that's just the right of having siblings somebody gonna take your shit especially if it's like a bunch of them in the same sex so like if it's like our kids is boy or girl boy girl Chances of, you know, Kiara and Gabby having to fight about clothes and stuff like that is very slim because they're not even going to no, be in the same. No. And Seti and Gabby, and you know, I think in our situation it's different. But if they had all been girls or if they had all been boys, it would have been different. Right. No, I, I'm just saying, you know, oh. I'm just, just using another example of a boundary. You know, obviously, um, if, if you are a sibling of a, of a sibling, um, you know, you... Obviously, there's boundaries there. Um, it's always going to be boundaries between... Mm, um, I just thought of one. What? Go ahead. Oh, I was thinking about family and boundaries. And I think some people need to understand that um, when when the parent, when you as a parent are around other family members and you're in it's dealing with your kids and they're like the older generations and stuff like that. And they, you know, you tell your kids like, oh... They can't do that or they I don't want them to have that. And they kind of try to overstep your role as a mother and say, oh, they can have it because I said so. Uh, actually, no, I'm their mother and I know what's best for them. So if I say they can't do this or if they can't have it or whatever the case might be, it is not in your position to then try to say that they can have it. That's right. a that's a huge one for me because I don't want somebody to be trying to parent my kid. I, yeah. I got this. Right. And in, in- and most of that comes from the older generation where they think that just because, you know, we are older, you know, we have, you know, authority. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think I think I've seen another case where, you know, like the, the older generation, whether it be um, like an aunt or uncle or a grandparent or whoever it is, 
Um, they like they may spank your kid in front of you. Oh. You know, it, it, it got to have boundaries there. Yeah. Like, like you're not. <laughs> it's never happened to us. So I'm not even sure how I would feel if like. Yeah, this, this kind of like you put you in a weird space because how somebody going to spank your kid? <laughs> like why are right, you there? Right. It, I guess it'd be different if you were my child was in the care of you and we weren't present and you felt the need to do that. And I guess I would have to think about the situation of, as to why you're hitting my child. Because, you know, for for us, like, I'm not I'm not going to say that we have never spanked our kids or whipped them or whatever the case is, because they definitely got some ass beatings growing up. But it was like an extreme reason as to why. Like, I can't even remember the last time we've actually whipped them. It's been so long that it's just whatever. So I feel like if I was dropping my kid off at your house and I get a call that you whooped my child, I need to know the exact circumstances. Did she bust you in the head with a skillet? Oh, okay. Then that was reason enough for you to whoop my kid because otherwise I feel like you should have been like, I'm, I mean, obviously that discipline needs to happen because otherwise, like I said, those kids would be like, well, I know I can go over there and they're not going to do anything. So I can act crazy over here. But well, that's, but that's also a different tell too because you're also talking about um uh you know you being present and not being present right that's what present, i say if i'm present and you do that you about to catch these hands because why are you putting <laughs> your hands in my kids why you didn't come to me and ask me to say hey deidre your kid over here did this it Wilding is out. not your position to put your hands on my right. child <laughs> like oh no that would that, that's why i said I, I we've never had it happen i'm pretty sure that i would have an out-of-body experience especially if it was in my face like if they were in like another part of the house that it happened and my kid came to me crying they were like oh he did this this that i, I don't even know which one would make me even more mad because i'm like why are you putting your hands in my child when i'm here so that's a that's a no no. Yeah, and I, I think that those that that generation of folks got to realize that, you know, we we not we not living in the past nah. anymore. Like this is not cool. Like you you can't just think that you're gonna just spank other the person's kid in front of them. Like no. like one, you know, it's already in, like the kid has to be doing something like extreme extreme yes. for you to even get that far. Let's say the kid must have you know, set the house on fire. Then, you know, I mean, that's a really extreme. I'm trying to think of what would be the reason as to like in today's society for YouTube want, like maybe they took your phone and threw it and broke it and cracked it. Maybe that would justify that might, yeah. you to, to whoop a kid. But so then the kid, then at that point I'd be like, well, you know, you did have that coming. I yes. Mean, you can't really say nothing. It, to that. Yes. In that situation. Cause I feel like that was something, well, I don't even know because I feel like, if somebody threw somebody's phone, I mean, and they're an adult, I mean... I, I, I wouldn't expect you to still whip my child. I would think that you would come to me and let me handle it. Yeah. I, well, it just depends on who it is. Because if it's like a like a, a friend or some like distant cousin or something, then like if they don't have that close, close, close relationship, then I'll be like, okay, you probably should have came you, to me first. You know, I don't know. Because I'm thinking about it in my head and me. Like if most of my nieces and nephews are grown, which is bizarre to say it. But... um. And I'm just trying to think, I don't think I've ever hit them because it's just not in my position. I would have told my sisters and my brother, like, you know, they did this. You need to handle it. So I don't know. I don't think there's ever a situation where you would hit somebody else's child unless they hit you. I think think that this is more so like when they're small kids, not like uh, like middle age. Okay, and maybe even if I did, if I might have hit them, it might have been like a pop on the hand, like, don't do that. 
but it was never like me go getting a belt and whooping yeah, that, somebody's that ch- children or like hitting them on their ass. It <laughs> might have been like a pop pop or like <laughs> that might be extreme. Right. I don't even because I'm trying to figure out. I like, think I've never hit. I don't even think I, I've never hit somebody else's kid. Like it just is mind boggling. Now I <sighs> might hit your kid today if they try to mess with my kid. That's different. My no, I, that's, we might have to tell them to square thing. up. That's but um, different topic. I've never. I don't think I've ever been so mad at somebody else's child that I wanted to hit them. Like, why is your child making me that angry that I'm hitting them? Well, yeah. But then you also got to factor in, too, if the parent is there. I right. Think that, that's kind of where it kind of gets a little sketchy because, like, you know, you got you probably should tell the parent. Yeah. Not not try to take actions in your own hands. Yeah. Not, you, you know, your actions in your own hands. Those days over. Right. Clearly, if that child is doing something enough to make me mad enough to hit them, I'm going to have to go talk to your parents, like, right now. You need to come get your kid because he's acting up. And he might get jacked up. So, now, if I told you, so if it, this was your grandkid, uh, see, grandkids, I feel like a little different because you know, I, I you know, I'm well, that's it's bizarre to me because I'm already waiting on my grandchildren to be born that are like not even nowhere near being born. But um, well, well, that's what we talked about because you know, I told you it's, it's based on relationship. It's based on your position in this kid's life. And if you're talking about you being grandma, I st- I don't think I would ever hit my grandkids. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, so they, if they went in and they broke some of yours, you you just like I'm gonna call your mom. Probably I <laughs> might pop them. Let me make it a little pop pop. Mm. But I could never. My grandparents whooped me, so I, I don't. Uh, know my grandparents, my grandma whooped my ass all the time. I, oh. right, yes. Um, I guess it just depends on that relationship. I I say that now and then I'd be like I beat your kids ass, Kiara, because she broke my shit. But I don't know. I just can't see me. Hitting my grandkids, uh, I, 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 they, I, I just see them as these little cute little. That's what they. That's what you say now, and then they break something that's close to you. Then you gonna you bringing out the fire, right? Um, I guess I don't know. I just I don't know because I couldn't see me. I I think like I said, the situation is different. If Kiara or Gabby or whoever was in our house, and the grandkid broke something, I would expect Kiara to do something about it. But if I they were no, at but, our but house, but I'm saying, but just think about what you said your position. If you were in these, if, let's say if you was in your grandkid's life, uh huh, I will say, be. Yes. Okay, well, you will be. Okay, and they did something. Now you have a close enough to relationship where it won't be awkward anymore. I think right, and I think even still, I would respect that. I just said that to you. Like I'm not going to overstep Kiara's boundaries as her mother. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. You know, you got to be. Like busting in the door to give to give a whooping. I'm just saying, like, you know, I I think this. Well, I guess where I, more I was coming from, where if the 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 kids wasn't there and the grandkids was at the house. That's what I'm saying. Like you didn't. You, I was I was trying to get to that. If the situation was my grandbaby was at our house mm-hmm. and and our kids was not there, I probably would whoop them if it was if it was extreme enough for it. But if Kiara, like, if they were over for Christmas and they broke something in our house and Kiara is there, or I don't know why I keep saying, or one of our kids is there. I would expect the, our child to handle their kid. But what, but what happens if they are not the people that like discipline their kids? Then I and granny's got it. Okay. Cause <laughs> somebody going to have to step in and raise the kids. Right now. I don't, you don't have to hit a child to discipline them. So no. I just want to make sure that's clear too, because there's more than one way to discipline a child. But when then it, well, okay. So let's move on. Okay. So we got we got the we got the family. We did the coworkers, and then you don't uh, have any boundaries as far as family goes. I don't feel like you said anything really. Oh no, I did. I was oh. I was commenting about the kids. About um, no, I was really asking you the questions, but oh. I think what you said kind of summed it up. Yeah, I was gonna say I just don't, I don't be know running around hitting up on other folks' kids. So I mean, only other things I will ever say, um, you know, as far as having boundaries with family members is this understanding that you know just because we family don't mean 
that you can like borrow my stuff and not bring it back or mm-hmm. uh, borrow money and not and not pay me back or or sometimes I feel like another boundary with family is is not making and I know this is one that's going to sound harsh but I mean that's just the reality of it is it's not making your problems my problems. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of times people feel like, oh, because we're family, I'm going to burden you with every problem that I ever had. Sometimes you just going to have to figure that shit out and not include me in it because I don't want to know everything. Like, you you are bringing me down with your shit. And I feel like if you can't handle your problems without involving me in it and me having to help you with your problems, that's a problem. Right. If that makes that make any Well, yeah. unless... Unless you're asking for a suggestion, but not, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm you, talking I know, about. I know what you're saying, oh. but I'm, I'm adding to that. Oh, like if you okay. came, I came to you and I'm talking to you about my problems. Right. I'm just asking if, you, like, hey, what would you do in this situation? If every time your light bill was about to get cut off and you felt like the solution was to call me, that's a problem. Right. Because now it's every time. Like I don't mind helping you once or twice, but I should not be getting a call from you every month because you something else is happening in your life. You need to sit down and reevaluate what's going on in your life to figure <laughs> out what you need to do to help you. That doesn't mean I'm helping you. Right. Because now that re- my relationship with you is becoming a burden. Like when you call, I'm like, oh. Well, you and go. this and this people that that's that's you know that want to admit that they're doing that. Just understand, like like nobody is like saying that they don't want to hear from you anymore or want to speak to you anymore. No. But if you keep putting people in odd positions, then it kind of gets to that point where. You know, when that person calls, you avoiding the telephone calls. Right. And now, and I feel like if the only time you ever do call me is just to ask me for something or because something is wrong, then that's a problem. Yeah. You can call me to ask me how I'm doing. You can call me to say, oh, I was just seeing if your ass was still alive. Okay, bye. There's other reasons to call. Even though I know I'm not the most, like, talking on the phone type of person, but... Trust me, if you were only calling me to ask me for something, I'm going to want you to call me to see how I'm doing. Ask me about my kids. Ask me about my life. Ask me about something other than about my money or, or how I can help you. Right. And and for those people, again, just understand, like, you can't be trying to take it personal and try to no. get upset because somebody is telling you how they're feeling. It's their boundary. It's, it, you know, like, you got to understand that, like, if you have an issue that's going on with you, you know... I, I get it. You know, people like to talk about their problems, mm-hmm. you know, but I think that as far as like family is concerned, because that's what we're talking about, you know, you, we have to understand that there's a certain threshold that you can keep trying to put on a person. Mm-hmm. Like, like we're not involved in your life to the point where every time you have a, a hang up, it's, you know, we on the emergency line, you know, mm-hmm. that's the boundaries that we want right. to set with you that, you know what, we'll help you. Absolutely. You know, nobody's saying that we won't help, but if we the if we the lifeline every time you get in trouble, that's like, a problem. That's a problem. So, and I think going back to something that you just said, I don't really recall what it was, but it made me think of this thing that I've been seeing, like memes of this thing that I think more people should do, not just family, but just people in general. If you are going through something in life and you feel like you 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 need to call people and vent to them, absolutely do it. But I think you also need to make sure when you're calling that person that you, it, it's important that you ask that person, hey, are you in the right mental space to, to listen to what I have to say? Right. Because I feel like people just assume that because you have a problem that you want to hear it every time. And you don't know what that person is going through that's and th- that you're calling. They might be going through some shit themselves that they're trying to process and deal with on their own. And here you are dumping more of their burden, another burden on them that they're just not in the mental capacity to hear right now. So I think it's very important 
that when you are going through something, you can ask them, hey, do you have the time to listen to me vent? Or are you are you in the mental state to listen to me? Because some people just might not be. And they can just be honest with you. Like, no, I'm not. Call somebody else or call me tomorrow or something else. And thanks right. for asking because that's very important. Which, you know, what, what do you say to that? I mean, you really can't say nothing to that because you, I think with today's, um, obviously, ongoing issues with mental health, you know, we, we, sometimes the helper might need to be helped. Right. I'm like, okay, you you got 10 minutes and then I'm going to flip the script and now you go listen to me. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So did we finish the family? You feel like we, I feel we like touched we got, on yes. everything? Okay. So then we have the friends. Yes. Friends. Yeah. Okay. So what, where would you like to start when it comes to friends? Um, I think that friends, you know, when it comes to boundaries with, with your friends, you know, I think that, um, man, you know, <laughs> I feel like that could be just a whole mini topic of mini one on friends, but I feel like with friends, it's very difficult because I feel like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to say. I feel like with friends, it's difficult to set boundaries with friends because I feel like they feel like, oh, well, I would do this for you. So yeah, I don't understand why you wouldn't do this for me. Well, that's, a, that's, or, that's a love language. So, But it's also a boundary, though, yeah, because they is. feel like, well, there's nothing that I wouldn't do for you as a friend, and whereas I, I got limits to what I'm going to do. Or, um, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I think that, I think you brought up a good point because like with some, what it's like with friends, you know, some, some people like to go above and beyond. Mm -hmm. No problem. But you know, just because you're doing that don't mean that like, unless you're like in the business of like, I'm gonna do this for you. You do this for me type of thing. You know, you can't just expect everybody to do some things in return like that. Right. Like some things you just, it is what it is. If you're doing it as a great gesture, I think that it should be left as a great gesture. Right. Not as, oh, it's a tip for tag. I did this for you. You know, uh, I want you to do this for me or whatever the case is. Because I feel like that's kind of where you kind of get into like love language. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if we can fulfill everybody uh, a love language like that. For me, I got, when I'm right now, for some reason, boundaries and respecting my time is what's popping up. And I mean that in a lot of different ways. Um, for me, one, when I say respecting my time, I don't know if this is a bound. I think it is a boundary. It's it falls boundary. under boundaries. Is if you and I are going somewhere and you're habitually late, it bothers me. Um, I feel like that's, I don't know if that's a boundary or it if it's, oh, I guess it is a boundary it because a boundary. it's me telling you, Hey, you I respected you enough to be here on time. Like I understand life happens and things come up, but if you are always late to everything that bothers me because I feel like you don't respect my time. I was, I, I did what I had to do to get my ass here on time. It's the least that you could do to make sure that I'm here, that you're here on time. So that way we can, you know, it's a mutual understanding. Like we both respected enough, each other enough to be here on time. And if you're not going to be on time, you know, at least be let me know. Like, hey, I'm running late, which I feel like most people are pretty good about that nowadays. But I, I, That can go for friends and family. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Family for sure. But I think, you know, that's something that people need to be more aware of. And I don't know if people think like, oh, you know me, I'm just always late. That's not cute. We're grown ass people now. You telling me that you don't know how to manage your time right. a little bit better? I, I think that for like time management, like I, I think that it, some people think it's cute to show up late. No. And like one thing that like 
we have to be very cautious about is the other person if they are if, if the other person's always on time and you always late then it's it's an issue there right because that person is going to be feeling like well, do you not care enough about me to be on time? Right. I'm always on. Well, I shouldn't say I'm always on time because life happens and things get in the way. And you are, you're going to be late to some things. It's just, it's just the reality of it is, but you cannot be the person that's always late to everything. Yeah. Cause it's like, what are you doing with your time that you didn't realize that you needed to be here at this time? If you, like, and, it, and if you know you're a person that's going to be late, just get ready way early. Just get ready as soon as you wake up in the day. Like don't wait until like two hours before this, whatever event is starting to get ready. Cause you already going to be late. Right. I mean, some, I think that, that people, uh, and I'm talking about friends and family that are habitually late. Y- y'all have to understand that, you know, if you, if we set a time, like we didn't just set this time because we don't got shit else to do with ourselves. Right. You know, and how do you know I don't have other, right. Like, how do you know I didn't have something else to do after this? And now I'm, we have to rush no, what we're doing because you are late. And you're like, oh, I'm, I'm late. Like, okay. You could have been on time. <laughs> I'm over here getting all worked up. Well, no, but but it's, I think respecting people's time yes. is a big deal. Yes. Like, I, I don't, I, like, it's just nothing around that. I no. Mean, you got to, like, if, if a person is habitually late, it's okay to be late for your stuff. If you come and you want to be late at your own events, mm-hmm. nobody has nobody have no, no issues with that because we're there for you. You know, if we show up on time and you're late to your own stuff. That's, that's the problem, though. Well, it's a problem for you because we're there for you. And so we're coming to your event and you're late at your own event. Okay, cool. That's that's on you because you should have showed up on time. Yeah. But if we have an event or if we have a time to, to meet and mm-hmm. you're showing up hours late or... I, that's just... I will leave. I will get well, my ass I, okay. up and go. <laughs> I, I was thinking of more of an event. Oh, you think like birthday parties like or something? Like a birthday party. Okay. Like I was thinking more late. like restaurants and... Yeah, like... we had a restaurant and he's showing up, you know... 45 minutes late. Oh, no, I'm still late. leaving. Yeah. Like, I think that is a boundary there. Like, you should, five or 10, but nobody don't care about, nobody's going to hold you to the cross for five or 10 minutes. But even still. But yeah. But I'm saying, but five or 10 minutes, nobody's going to hold you to the cross. I think anytime when you I think when you start getting to that 20 minutes, yeah, it's, it's disrespectful. Like disrespectful. Yeah. It is. And then it, beyond that, like for events, I feel like there's more of a gray area with events because I feel like if it goes from a time to a time, as long as you were there at some point, it's okay. Like if somebody was having a party that was like from three to six, I don't think they expect everybody to be there from three to six. They probably expect some people to be there from three to six. Some people is probably going to show up at four o'clock, but just understand that if you show up late and I said it's to six o'clock, your ass is still leaving at six o'clock. I don't care if you showed up at five thirty and it ends at six, you shouldn't have been so late. Right. And then also with that, if you're the person that's always late, you can't be mad when like the food and stuff is gone. Cause I <laughs> am that type of no person plate. that's like, I don't care. <laughs> The shit was from this time to this time. And if you come towards the end and everything is gone and cold and now there's bugs on it, that's on you. Enjoy your bug um, burger because you should have been here on time. Right. Which, you know, it's kind of funny because people had ironic, you know, people are had audacity, I'm to say, to be upset because the food is cold. Like nobody's going to keep the food hot for eight Three hours, hours straight. Like, right. Like, <laughs> what, like, what do you expect? So I do think that, but I think that those people... Like, especially the ones that's uh, like habitual with being late. Like, I think that they have a, a issue that they have to figure out on their own. They ain't got nothing to do with us. Right. But I feel like, you know, when you're dealing with certain people, you know who they are. And I feel like if I know like a person that's going to be habitually late, I might show up late just because I know yep. that they're going to show yep. up late. And so you kind of starting off, you know, like you're never going to be able to have nothing on time because everybody's going to be thinking somebody's going to be late. Right. 
And moving gears, because I just thought of another mm-hmm. boundary or whatever, is I feel like for a lot of people, because I know I am one of those people, I, I talk about this all the time with you, is is being able to tell people no. Like, I am the type of person that somebody will ask me to go somewhere, and in my mind, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. But I'm going to go anyways, because I have a hard time with telling people no. But that is such, that's a boundary that needs to be set. Like, you need to respect the fact that I just don't want to do this. And you should not make me feel some type of way if I say no. Like, if you say, hey, you want to go out to the movies with me this weekend? No, I really don't feel like doing that. I feel like the person just should just respect that and go, oh, okay, well, then maybe we'll hit it. Or maybe we can do it another time. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, what do you mean you don't want to go out? Like, I, I just don't want to do that. Because there's been, I told you, there's been situations where I'll be getting ready to go somewhere. And I'm like, I really don't want to go. And you're looking at me like, why did you say you wanted to go? Because I couldn't. I I couldn't say no. Well, I think that for, and this me talking to you in general, um, like boxing in your, your true opinions only hurt you. Yeah. You know, so like, if you really don't want to go, it's okay to, I mean, I know that, you know, like for you and most other people, you know, we all, we all want the camaraderie. You know, we want to go hang out. We want to have a good time. Um, But the boundaries are there for, us to be able to to say oh no not this week and everything be okay not for a person to go back and take it some type of way and feel like oh you know well i've been at everything that every time you asked me to go somewhere i said i was going to go it's okay like you know not everybody's going to be up for everything that you want to do and that's okay you know some people it's okay to say no and that made me think of another one it's not one of my boundaries but it's i know this is probably really a big one for a lot of other people is when you're out in um you're out, what is the word that I'm looking for? Whatever that word is, when you're out socializing, that's mm-hmm. not the word I'm thinking of, but socializing at an event with other people and alcohol is involved. Or like, I feel like it's more alcohol than like weed because who the, who's, who's like smoking weed at parties? But, um, well, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, when you're out places and you don't, you're not a, you're a non-drinker in a world of like a lot of people who drink, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of people are those that they don't respect people who don't drink. But they say like, oh, I don't want to have a drink or whatever. Like, you got, what do you mean you don't want to have a drink? Like, I know that's a hot topic for a lot of people. I feel like people need to respect when somebody says like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to have a drink. I don't want to drink. You just need to respect that person. Because they're saying they don't want to. I don't feel like people need to be getting pressured into. I mean, like if you're a drinker and like people know you drink, that's different. But I, I think you're more talking about like the folks that don't drink at all. Like, like yeah, or somebody to... that is an occasional drinker. Like they may have a drink, or they they this time they're not drinking, and next time they might. But you know. You know, you're in a situation where people are drinking. If somebody says, no, I don't want to have a drink, I think that should just be that and, like, just move on and don't try to pressure that person and to feel like you need to be drinking to have fun and, like, we're getting lit. You, that's more, that just means there's more drinks for me. Just leave that person alone. I'll have that drink for the both of us. But I feel like it's important to let the person just be and not make it a big deal about it and making them feel weird. <laughs> I guess. Um, so... I think another thing with, uh, far as friends is concerned, you know, I think that being friends, you know, we have to be also mindful of, of our friends, friends. That's what I was going to get to with when I said my time, I felt like in that aspect of that, I do have, I feel like I'm, you know, I feel like you have a lot of friends and I feel like I have becoming to be getting a more, a lot more friends. I feel like I know a lot of people, but I starting to feel like I'm going to be getting a lot more friends. And I feel like, like you're saying, like my friends need to respect the fact that I do have friends outside of 
the ones that I know and they need to respect that, okay, I might want to hang out with these ones and not hang out with you and we don't have to combine it and we don't have to all be one big ass group of friends singing I love you and you love me and you need to respect the fact that this is my friend and this is my friend. We don't have to commingle and exist in a world where when we all do something, we're all doing it together. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that it's a beautiful thing to have lots of different friend groups because it everybody has something different to bring to the table. Right. Not everybody's going to be the same. Right. And I feel like it's, it's okay to, like, obviously you want your friends to get along because that's very important when you're having right. get-togethers and things at your house. But I well, feel like... That, but then that's boundaries too because we have to, you know, side note, talk about that for a brief second and give it the light. Okay. Because if you over, if you at, uh, if, if, if you at your friend's party or a friend's house and you can't hold yourself to get along with the others, you know, then you should just remove yourself. Cause right. I, I know in some cases, and I know we never had that happen to us, no. but I'm just saying like, where like the friends are getting out of hand because you they know, don't like each they other. Don't like, each, yeah, oh, okay. like they don't like each other. Like, 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 like you're not there to, to like the others. Right. You're there because you're supporting your friends. Right. And I'm going to say it right now. I'm the type of person, if I know two of my friends don't like each other, I, that's between you two. I'm still going to invite the both of you. And I expect both of you to show up. Right. Because, and, and be an adult. Yes. You, know? you don't have to be in the same space. You don't even have to speak to each other. Just be cordial. Keep it cute. And be a good friend to me. Right. And sometimes, you know, like at, at social events, you know, I, I will say this. You know, it's a time to mingle around. It's a time to get a chance to know people. It's mm-hmm. a time to, you know, and people people that that like you will naturally gravitate yes. towards you. You know, if you have, just like I said, with the stuff at work, you know, if, if people at work, you have some type of bond and some type of connection with, they would naturally gravitate to you. Right. Yep. And you if, can't force it. You can't force it. Yep. And so if you are like type of person that's going to kind of force the hand of others, then yeah. then it's not going to ever work out for you. I can't stand uh, uh, why didn't I get an invite type of person. Like, that's what I'm thinking of when you're talking about that. It's like the person that you're having a conversation with someone and they hear you talking like, oh, you guys went out to lunch. Why didn't you invite? Where was my invite? It wasn't lost. You just didn't get it because this person is. Well, no, because I think that that's what the boundaries need to be set because, you know, it's okay to have a lunch with your other friend. Right. Your other friends are not there. Like, that's fine. Especially if the person was like, if like you, all friend groups have one person that everybody is like, you're the person, like the mutual friend of everybody. Right. So I feel like if I'm the reason why you know this person, don't question me as to why I'm hanging out with this person outside of you because that was my friend well before she met you. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that, you know, it. everybody needs to have a healthy amount of friends. Yes. You know, like having one or two friends in your life, you know, you don't have enough variety. No. You know, and I'm not saying that you got to go out there and, and, for, and befriend everyone, but you need to have different friends for different reasons. Yes, I, I absolutely agree. I think I have like four different friend groups, maybe five. And well, it's a but, beautiful but you also, thing. But you also got to remember, and you know, just for people that don't really know Deidre that well, like I've told you before, I said, Deidre, you know, you have an unhealthy amount of friends and that you don't, that you need. I have to- an unhealthy amount? Like you don't have enough. Oh, okay. I'm like, what? Okay. Like, like your your friends your your friend groups are just too small, and okay. I, like you need to have like a, a different different sets of friends yes. that you hang out with that you can all that you can invite, and that you have this in common with with those folks. You have this in common with with these folks, and you have that in common with the, with those people. And so, 
like it keeps you growing as a yes, person. Yes, and I agree. And but I feel like sometimes people feel like the friend group should all just be like one big ass group of no, friends. That, and that, I feel that's... like you can I want all of my groups to get along, but I like to keep them still individual as, as you know, like but I the, But the thing know. is that the 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 groups are not looking at the others as like those we're all about to be yeah, kicking no, it. No, they just look at oh, those are those are your friends. Deidre's friends, yeah. and when I see her, it's all love. Yeah. And no, I yeah. mean, and, and, and for the most part, you know, the respect is there. Yeah. You know, if I see you on the streets and 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 you're a friend of a friend, you know, hey, I'm gonna say what's up to you. Hey, right. you know what? Hey, how you doing? You know what? Oh yeah, yeah, the kids good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you just keep it yeah. moving. But I think, like you said earlier, about if the connection is off, like there, like if it was like you know, I met your friend and she was cool as shit, and I like we, I could see us hanging out. It happened organically in that way, mm-hmm. and you can't really tell somebody like you can't be friends with them because I'm friends with them, and if it that that just sounds crazy. But if it's something that you're trying to force and be like, we're all gonna hang out because that's your friend and we're all friends. No, it just doesn't work that way. And I feel like... Well, but I also think that, you know, like in your life in particular, like you starting to have a healthy amount of friends. Yes. Like where you, you don't have to hang out with the same friend or the same friends all the time where now it's becoming like that. Right. So what 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 people that have an unhealthy amount of friends... I wouldn't like, say unhealthy because when you say unhealthy... Well, well I don't it, know it why it's unhe- associated with a lot of friends. No, 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 no. Like an unhealthy amount is... You you have well it can be associated with having too many yeah but I I think that when you have you don't have any friends well yeah when you only have like one or two friends like like that's it's it's unhealthy like because you (laughs) should have more is where I'm going okay like you shouldn't have just one or two like you got to have some friend groups that you can be able to have you know different things with and then so like far as the boundaries is concerned you know like everybody it's the mutual respect there like if if I don't like I'm not expecting all my friends to be friends with each other no. But, you know, if they share something in common or they want to, you know, support each other's business, like I do right. my, yes, my, my, my game yep. nights and, and they, they want to support. I mean, I'm all down for it because it's all love. Yeah. You know, nobody's feeling some type of way. Yeah, I mean, I get it because, you know, like my bestie, she has lots of friends, but I only see the ones that her core friends when she has stuff. And it's always like, hey, girl, how's it been? How's life? But never once have I thought in my mind, like, yeah, we all going to be kicking in. Because I, I just never saw them that way. I've always just seen them as like, that's her friend. And it's just whatever. Right, right. So um, now we talked about family. We talked about friends. We talked about coworkers. I don't know if we should talk about the neighbors. Um, I don't don't. Cause you, I mean, you, that would be you because yeah, I, I don't interact with them at all. So I, I think kind of neighbors kind of fits into like the coworkers. coworkers. Yeah, I, I really think that because you're living in the same community, y'all guys are sharing the same space. I think that's kind of like the coworkers. Yeah, um, I'm not saying I didn't even think of neighbors as far as boundaries go because I would let them know right away right. you're, you're no, doing no, too not. much. <laughs> so anything else you got coming up uh, on boundaries that um, you have that you have on top? I just think establishing healthy boundaries for yourself is very important. Mm -hmm. And when you're doing those things, you have to keep you in mind and not how the other person is going to feel. Because I feel like that's the reason why people have lack of boundaries now is because we are, I say for me personally, I'm more concerned about how I'm coming, like how the other person is going to feel to the point, to the detriment of myself, because Mm -hmm. I don't have boundaries with my friends Mm -hmm. or in my family. And I feel like because of that things go ways that I 
don't like them and that I can't control them, but I, I haven't. So because I haven't, they've gotten out of control to the point where now I'm just like, ah, F it all. I'm not even going to deal with these people no more. And so, and that's not healthy. Um, so I feel like if people, if you set the tone with people and how you want them to treat you. Respectfully. Respect. Yes. Yeah, well, not. Yes. It has to be done be out of love. Yes. It, yeah. it has to be done from a loving place. Yeah. If you have set a tone or boundaries of how you want people to treat you and they choose to continue to do whatever the hell they want to do, then you absolutely have a right to just cut them off because you don't need to be around people that are going to make you feel some type of way. Toxic ass people as you know, the new phrase I feel like of these youngsters, toxic people, because toxic people are very, is a, is a real thing. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you absolutely have the right to expect people to treat you how you want to be treated. And if they don't, act accordingly then it's bye-bye I, I don't know if you just just dismiss them like that but, but I, I, was, I said if you told them okay yeah i suppose if you told them it's if i'm different. telling somebody this is what you're doing that's bothering me or this is how i want you to talk to me this is how i want to be treated and you're basically saying to me i don't give a shit i'm going to do what i want to do when it comes to you then that means that you don't need we are we are not we don't need to be in each other's lives anymore because hmm. i'm not accepting that yeah uh and I feel like as a person that's receiving that from somebody that's trying to set that boundary, you don't have to like it. You just have to respect it. Right. Right. And I guess if that person is important enough to you, you will act how they want you to be, how they want to be treated. Because I'm pretty sure you, that person has things that they don't want people to do to them. It's just the more, it's just about respecting that person. And just to say, this in conclusion, I know we don't talk for quite a bit. I know. I feel like this one's long. I, I can't see the time. Like yeah, I normally do. So oh, okay. I, I feel like, you know, in conclusion with the boundaries, like for, for those that's listening, just understand that, you know, before you take it that far, just understand how the other person is yes. feeling. And, you know, if you're the person, I think the... I think the ones that's like habitually being late all the time when you're trying to go, like if y'all going to kick it at a restaurant or well, whatever, and y'all notoriously for being late, I think that you got to remember like, hey, you might be late on things that you do, but just remember the other person. Like, if Know that the pers person you're meeting. Yeah, just know, the, just know your, your, yeah, that's very true. Know the person that you're meeting. If you know you're meeting somebody that's always late and you're always late, it's probably not going to be an issue because nope. both of y'all are not going to be on time. But if you know you're meeting somebody that's like, they're like always five minutes early, 10 minutes, you need to make it an effort to be there at that time with that person. Right, right. That's very true. Um, but other than that, I think we covered everything with the boundaries. I, I'm not going to get too much more long-winded. Yeah. Um, but so with that being said. Peace, love, and hair grease. All right, guys. I hope you guys here love this podcast. Be and, respectful uh, of people's boundaries. Be respectful of people's boundaries, and we'll see y'all guys on the next one. Bye. Listen to my thoughts unfiltered, relax, recline. Today we got some time. I'm nice of you to join. Listen to my thoughts, true facts, you'll find. Listen to my thoughts, true facts, you'll find.